welcome to another episode of The Dealer Playbook, a podcast that explores how to create a thriving career in the retail auto industry. My name is Michael Cirillo, and today I am really looking forward to sharing with you something so valuable about how to create raving customers with this simple sales hack. All right, so I think we could all agree that repeat and referral customers are the holy grail of car shoppers, yet a lot of the questions I get when the gang reaches out to me have to do with, you know, how do I do that? What's the best way? What do you see that works? And I got to be honest with you, I think sometimes we're just too inside of our own heads um, that we see past the answer that's right at the tip of our nose, which is be a good person. But I think, you know, going beyond be a good person and okay, Cirillo, thanks, right? <laughs> um, we we want to talk about creating uh, the best customer experience that we possibly can. And there's certain ways that we can do that. Um, and, you know, sadly, I think too often we just try and make it too tip, trick, tactic, strategy. And we don't really get into that being a good human being side of things. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Something that has just been incredible in my life as I've, you know, participated in sales and the growth of my business and working with a lot of car dealers and, and of course, you know, seeing and observing car shoppers and how they are interacting with dealerships. Uh, and so I want to share this with you. Okay. So creating repeat and referral customers, how to create raving customers, loyal advocates. Uh, how do we get people to buy into us a little bit more deeply? And of course, there are people in this industry who are doing it. Ali Retta, Fran Taylor, um, who was a juggernaut sales professional, Frank Crenitti, Glenn Lundy, Sean Hayes. They're, they're like, there's, you know, Allison sells cars, right? You know, there, there are a lot of individuals out there who understand where the differentiators are. And, uh, you know, I'm reminded of a previous episode of the podcast with Kit Pang. If you remember that one, it was all about listening and different ways that you can listen. And so the hack that I want to share with you is a skill that you absolutely can develop. I will not suggest I am perfect at this, but I practice it enough to bear witness of its efficiency and effectiveness on building relationships of trust. And of course, gang, you know that I love the concept of building relationships of trust, I believe it is the most senior thing that we should be striving for in our career. It doesn't matter the industry, right? Doesn't matter the industry. When you have a relationship of trust, you, you, you know, at the customer is more compelled to come back to you. And so what I want to share with you is, is the importance of listening. One of the quotes that I love, and I'm sure this is a paraphrase diluted version of this quote. I don't even know. I can't trace it back to an original source, but the quote is, you have uh, you have two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionately, right? You have two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionately, as if to say, listen more than you talk. And the challenge is, I think that even those that would suggest that they are a good listener are probably not to the degree that they could improve their their customer experience or the experience that they're providing to customers. And what I mean by that is often when we're engaged in the sales process or in a dialogue or a negotiation, we hear the words that the customer is saying, but we are also simultaneously thinking about what our response will be. And maybe it's a little bit 
prescriptive in the beginning as you're maybe you're new to sales and you're thinking, ah, they said that objection and I can come back with that. And, and, and that's totally understandable. But eventually you have to get to the point where you can do more than just listening, i.e. hearing the words that they're saying and then thinking about response. So the hack is something called active listening. Active listening goes beyond just hearing the words that somebody is saying. Active listening involves paying attention. Like, think about this. I know we say to our kids all the time, pay attention, right? But active listening involves paying attention. Here's a big one, okay? Withholding judgment. This is one of the reasons why I started the DPB Pro Facebook group, because all of the the sales groups out there that I was observing were just so judgmental of people. Active listening includes withholding judgment. It includes reflecting, clarifying, summarizing, and and then sharing. It is, it's a skill that you can absolutely develop. So what do I mean by reflecting? It means once they've spoken and once they are finished speaking, you are reflecting on what they've said so that you can either clarify, right? Really the process of seeking to understand summarizing to make sure you got it and then responding but active listening also goes above and beyond that it goes to the degree of observation so you're not just hearing what they're saying but you're observing how they're saying it you're observing their body language right kit pang which i had encouraged you to go back and listen to that episode that interview with him talks about like paying attention to what direction their feet are facing like if their feet are facing away from you that generally um, conveys disinterest. It conveys like we're not interested in speaking to you right now. And so, so sorry, I almost choked on my own tongue. <laughs> I'm getting so worked up. I'm getting so worked up because it's so important. Um, so the idea here is if you want to create raving fans, if you want to create loyal advocates, people that are going to refer their friends and family and be comfortable enough with you, It really goes to the degree of active listening and in paying enough attention to them and their needs and observing them to the degree that you can proactively respond so that you can proactively serve. And this is something that so many people miss. Like, think about this. If your customer is talking about their favorite band, why would you not Uh, include the latest album from that band or a playlist uh, preloaded on a USB of the top hits of that band when you deliver the vehicle. Or maybe they say that they love certain types of food. Why would you not proactively seek out a restaurant in town and send them out to dinner? Like, you know, we talk about whining and dining. What would happen if you whined and dined your customer, like your proactive customer? Really, you guys love Mexican food or you love... Um, you know, Italian food. Have you been here? Yeah. Listen, I want to be able to send you guys out for dinner. Really? You would do that? Yeah. Well, absolutely. Because we, this is something we have in common. I'd love to be able to send you guys there. And you know what? I'd love to be able to see you guys come back. Well, why aren't a lot of people doing this? Because money Well, stop being so shallow. Okay. Stop being so shallow and self-absorbed and seek ways that you can help them out. Maybe they talk about having a bad back. Yeah, we're getting a new SUV because we got a bad back. Um, dude, I would be showing up from because of that active listening, I would be showing up at their doorstep to shovel their driveway. You know what I'm saying? 
If you serve to that degree because, as a result of active listening, P.S. again, a skill that you can develop, you will create raving fans. There you go. Do with it as you may, but I would encourage you to Google and learn as much as you can about active listening and incorporate it into your sales efforts.